Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by Haney University. Go to HaneyUniversity.com. Register for my free instructional videos. If you would like to improve your golf game, this is how you can do it. Just go to HaneyUniversity.com. You can also find out information about my golf lessons that are taking place on a daily basis at my new studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona, right near Scottsdale. So uh, go there and check it out. All right. A little recap on the Valspar uh, tournament down in Innisbrook, won by Sam Burns in a playoff over Davis Riley. Uh, Sam Burns joins a group that have won three times in the last year. That would be Hideki Matsuyama, Sam Burns, Patrick Cantley, Cameron Smith, and Victor Hovland. Uh, Victor Hovland winning overseas, uh, adding to that total. All right. So that's quite a group right there. Not the names you would expect. You would expect John Rahm, Colin Morikawa. Maybe you'd expect Cantley. Uh, Roy McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson. Those are kind of the names. So maybe there is a changing of the guard. And if there is the changing of the guard, it is, uh, well, if this is the new guard, wow, uh, that's all I can say. Anyway, all right, Sam Burns. I picked him, by the way. Uh, and when I when I say that, I picked him going into the last round. And you know what? I love all this uh, new sports betting. I'm really getting into it. I mean, I you know I got the app. I got the 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 MGM app. And I'm on there, and I'm not betting a lot. I mean, I'll throw a little five dollars in there, you know, a couple dollars here and there. Not, not, I'm not a, I'm not a big better. 
But I, I, I love having something just like to cheer for. So what I do, rather than betting at the beginning of the week, which, you know, you, you, you get odds on these players at the beginning of the week, and it's just like absolute guess. I mean, because, because the formula to win a, a golf tournament, I've talked about this like, you know, a, a million times for everybody that, uh, you know, listens to me. Uh, you know what the formula is. Top 10 ball striking, top 10 putting, parlay the two, and you win the tournament. That's the formula like 85, 90% of the time. And, th- and this week, same thing. Uh, Sam Burns wins. He was fourth for the week in uh, strokes gained tee to green. He was eighth for the week in putting. There you go. Uh, Davis Riley, um, 11th strokes gained tee to green, so he's right there on the cusp. And fourth in putting. And uh, Justin Thomas, first strokes gained tee to green. He loses by a shot and 19th in putting. There you go. And you got uh, Matthew Naismith, uh, third strokes gained tee to green, 14th in putting. So it's, it, it's, it's, it, it's pretty much the same thing all the time, especially if the scores are, are, are pretty low. Now, if there's an eight under or a 10 under wins, then a guy can get away with you know, either better ball striking or, or better putting, and, and maybe they're just outside the top 10, and, and they'll, they'll win. That'll be the way it is at Augusta, by the way. If you can win at Augusta finishing 20th in putting as long as you just don't throw in a bunch of three putts from off the green. You, you, can, you can get it done there because it's not, it's, it's not a, a deep, low winning score. But here's the thing. How you can predict, I mean, you, whether somebody is going to have a great putting week is beyond me. Like all the, the sports bettors will tell you the same thing in golf. It's more predictable, like the strokes gained approach shot to the green is a great statistic. The, you know, driving uh, off the tee, strokes gained off the tee is a great statistic. Strokes gained tee to green is a great statistic. And it, it, it's much more repeatable than putting. I mean, there's an element of luck to putting. You are not putting on a pool table. You are putting on a green that has indentations. It's got undulations. It's got spike marks. It's got ball marks. It's got imperfections in where, where the grass is, has grown. It's got, it's got uh, old cups that, that have you know, maybe a little raised lip on them. It's got people walking all day long and causing footprints. It's not a perfect surface. There's an element of luck to putting. Every green is not rolling exactly the same speed. There's an element of luck to putting. And that is why it is harder to be consistent with with the putter. One of the reasons why it's it's hard for these players that play the game today to win, you know, many events in a year. Not not like Tiger did, you know, back in the day. Tiger had a lot of different ways to win. He could win with his putting. He could win with his ball striking. He could win with his short game or any combination of those two things would pretty much give him a win. The players today aren't, aren't like that. I mean, this is the formula, putting, ball striking, boom. That's, that's how they win. Now, I've been clamoring for somebody to win – you know, five times in a year, and you know it could it it could happen. I mean, it, it 
maybe it's Cameron Smith. Maybe it's uh, Sam Burns. The Sam Burns looks good. I mean, there, there's there's uh, there's there's no no doubt about that. He 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 looks like he, you know he can he can get it done. I mean, he's on a trajectory. He's improving his ball striking. Two years ago, he's 122nd in strokes gained tee to green. He was 30th in putting, and then last year he was 42nd strokes gained tee to green. He was ninth in putting. That's a good putting statistic, obviously, and uh, you know makes him of of the players that are in the top ten in the in the world rankings. That probably makes him the best putter. Okay, so that's that's a a, a key thing to look at. And then this year, strokes gained tee to green. Obviously, we're you know however many rounds into the year, he's played thirty seven rounds. Uh, so, you know, you're looking at what, nine, 10 tournaments and, uh, he's 16 strokes gained TD green. So he keeps, he keeps him improving and it, putting he's, he's a 36th for the year. So that's a, a, a good statistic as well. So he, he, he's a player yet, yeah, no doubt about it. He's cracked the top 10. Now you give him, you know, a, a, a close look for sure. And, but anyway, here, here's how I bet it, all this betting stuff. I wait to see how these players are playing. I see. I wait to see how how the week is going. I, I know that ball striking will tend to to be a little bit easier to repeat, except on Sunday, if you haven't been there before. Key key point: if you haven't been there before, Sunday ball striking wise is probably going to be a little tougher. Okay. Uh, that's, and even if you've been there before, it can be a little tougher. Uh, Justin Thomas was, you know, he, he was ball striking his way, you know, uh, all around that, that place, uh, after Toronto and, you know, he didn't strike it as, as good on Sunday. It wasn't terrible, but it, but it wasn't as good. Hit the b- bad drive on 18, which he's, he's prone to miss that drive to the right occasionally. And that put it in the bunker. Cause you know you give him credit for taking the driver out, but I don't know if it was the smartest play. I mean, why not hit something that would be short of that bunker and give yourself a, a chance at it? Uh, what what do you really have to gain? You know, it, it, it's like risk and reward. You know, Sam Burns did just find hitting that iron off or uh, hybrid off the tee or something short of that th- those bunkers on on eighteen. But uh, Justin Thomas hits it in the bunker, so he, he didn't he didn't strike it quite as good. But typically, I would say. Better ball strikers, they can keep they can keep the ball striking going. They can keep the ball striking going on something. Less experienced players, maybe they're going to fall off with the ball strike. Putting tends to level out. Somebody having, I, I look at somebody that's putting great after three rounds, and I'm thinking, okay, he's he is this guy going to be able to do this four rounds in a row? Is he going to be able to make everything he looks at? And then I look and say, okay, what kind of putter is he? Typically. And is he having the putting week of his life? And will that like level out a little bit on on Sunday? So I just kind of factor all all, all this stuff in. So what what I did was on on Saturday night, I looked at all these players. You know, Davis Riley was in the lead, and he was first for the week in putting, and six strokes gained tee to green. Never won before. 359th ranked player in the world. Last year, 113th in putting and 123rd strokes gained tee to green. 
I know he had a two-shot lead, but do you really think he's going to hold up? Had the triple bogey in the, in the early in the round. Give him a huge credit for fighting back, hanging in there, getting to the playoff. But somebody that's number one in putting, and last year they were 113th in putting for the season. They're number one for the week. Most likely not going to putt quite as good on Sunday. You know, it's just kind of going out on a limb uh, saying that. And he didn't. He he lost a, a .6 of a stroke to the field on on Sunday with the putter, and he lost a half a stroke to the field with the ball striking. So neither neither one was was as good. And he slipped from first for putt with putting and six for tee to green. He slipped to eleven tee to green and fourth with putting. So he, he had a, a a little slippage there on Sunday, which you know it's kind of. You would think it's understandable, okay? Uh, Matthew Naismith, I look at him and I say, okay, how, what about him? He's two shots back. This is what I'm thinking Saturday night before I'm, I'm deciding who I'm going to bet here, okay? And I said, all right, he's fourth in putting for the week. He's four strokes gained tee to green. All right. Uh, hadn't been there before. Hadn't won before. 56 last year, strokes gained tee to green. 177th last year in putting. Is he going to be able to putt well enough on Sunday? Not likely. Putting out of his mind relative to uh, what he has done in the past, fourth in putting versus 177th the previous year. Sunday, what happened? Minus 1.4 strokes gained putting. For the Sunday round, he goes from fourth in putting to fourteenth in putting, and uh, loses by a shot. Not hard, not hard to predict. You wouldn't think. I mean, I mean, odds are that's what's going to happen. It's it's you're you're playing odds. That's what you're doing. Whenever you're you're you know making a a, a little wager on something, you're you're playing the odds. Okay, so that brings me down to. Uh, the players, the other rest of the players, and I I, I only thought the first four players had a chance. You got Justin Thomas, you got Sam Burns. They're two, obviously, very, very good players. Sam Burns was a defending champion at that tournament at Valspar. And they're three shots behind the leader. I, you know, I kind of thought, okay, you know, maybe throw Adam Hadwin in there at 13 under par. But when I looked at, at his statistics, 27th in putting, third strokes gained tee to green. You know, I, I thought, okay, that, you know, he could get it done because he's, he's done good on this golf course before. But... You know, five shots back, that's a long way. So I kind of discounted him. So that took me to who's going to win. I said, okay, Justin Thomas or Sam Burns, who's who's going to win? All right, so let's look at the statistics for the week. Uh, Justin Thomas, first strokes gained tee to green, 17th in putting. Pretty good for him with the putter. Sam Burns, second strokes gained tee to green, 15th with the putter. Okay, they're they're both playing just about the same. Then I factor in, okay, who's a better putter day in, day out? Who was a better putter last year? Considering that's what's going to make a difference in, in who, who wins. And the better putter is Sam Burns. Sam Burns, a better putter than Justin Thomas. So I looked at that and I said, you know what? I'm going Sam Burns plus you know, you know, what other logic can I apply to it? Okay. 
defending champion, hard to win back-to-back, but by the same token, Paul Casey won back-to-back there not long ago at, at Innisbrook at the Valspar, and you got to factor in horses for courses. Loves the golf course, did good there last year. Boom. Betting on Sam Burns. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's what you call winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's the logic that got applied. And it came out, you know, pretty much just like I said it would. Sam Burns finished eighth in putting, goes from uh, 15th in putting for the week to eighth in putting for the week. He gains two strokes on the field on Sunday with the putter. And that was that was the difference. That was the big difference. All right. Every time I watch these golf tournaments on TV, which I do all the time, something drives me crazy when I hear something. Okay? Every time without fail. This week was no different. When we come back, I'll tell you what drove me absolutely crazy. Uh, before I do that, let me tell you to go to voodoopainrelief.com. Get your free voodoo pain relief cream for your muscle soreness, your joint pain, your aches and pains. It's the best product there is, and you can try it for free. Voodoopainrelief.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. 
and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Here's what drove me crazy on Sunday. Dan Hicks. It's it's the whole floodgates theory. It's everybody had every time somebody plays good, somebody wins or somebody does good, they immediately immediately are the new sliced bread. And it it seems like it happens every single week. Every single week. So we've got Davis Riley. He's dueling it out with Sam Burns. And they said, you know, these guys are, you know, great players. They grew up playing together. They played on the Junior Ryder Cup team together. Maybe they'll be both on the Ryder Cup team someday. Sam Burns, yes. Sam Burns would, you know, almost made the Ryder Cup team last time. Could have made the Ryder Cup team last time. Davis Riley's ranked 359th in the world. I mean, what in the world are they talking about? I mean, it just drives me crazy. What are they talking about? And then Dan Hicks goes, he, he says to Gary Koch, he says, uh, you know, when we're watching these two guys, does it kind of, you know, give you a little, uh, you know, idea of the future of, of golf? Dan Hicks does a good job, but but they just can't help themselves. They do this all the time. And and and, and Gary Koch is taken back. It's such a stupid statement that Gary Koch is just taken back by it. Now, my an- answer answer would have been, uh, you know, no, probably not, because uh, Davis Riley's 359th in the world, Dan. And and by the way, uh, you know, last year his statistics were uh, the fact that uh, he, he played in, you know, uh, what, he's, he's 13 events and, 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 and uh, or 14 events, he missed six cuts or – you know, and and uh, his strokes gained tee to green is, was he was ninety fourth, and his you know uh, approach shot to the green he was one hundred thirty second, and around the green he was one hundred twenty second and seventy fourth in putting, and he was fifty eighth in distance. So I mean, what is it about his game that makes you you know right now think that he's an an, an up and comer? I mean, he could be. Uh, Sam Burns has improved his his you know ball striking and Dave, and Davis Riley seems like he's 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 got a little a little something, but I mean isn't that a little bit of a stretch to to put a guy that's 359th in the world and say well you know these this is the future of uh, you know golfer I thought the guy last week was the future of golfer the guy the week before was the, there's all these guys that are futures of golf it's 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 incredible. And uh, Gary Koch as well, you know, Sam Burns is really already there, you know, because he didn't know what to say. He was just backed in a corner and, he, you know, and, and, and nothing he could say. So Gary Koch goes, uh, oh, Sam Burns is pretty much already there. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Davis, you know, he's diplomatic about it. Davis Riley, you know, he looks like he's definitely got some. He does, you know, it does look like he's got some game. And, I mean, you know, he was a good college player at Alabama and da-da-da-da-da, you know. And, I mean, 
Well, a big difference between being a good college player and a, and a, and a, and a great professional. You're gonna, you know, you're the future of golf or whatever. You're going to have to make more than 50% of your cuts. I mean, you just, you, you know, you're going to have to do better. More than, more than 60%. More, more, you know, you're going to – and, and you got to have something that stands out. You know, give me something. Give me something to latch on to. This guy's a great ball striker. This guy is a great putter. This guy is super long, and he's a great putter. This guy is super long and has an incredible short game. You don't usually see that combination too often. This guy is, you know, a, a, a great ball striker, great putter. Okay, now you really got some. The, the The problem you have is 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 you you have to have these things in order to in, in order to be like you know the next it. I mean, you really do. I mean, I can look at all these players and, you know, John Rahm, you know, he's got great statistics, you know, been weak with the putter this year. Colin Morikawa, great ball striker, great statistics, but not good with the putter. Victor Hovland, third, you know, great ball striker, you know, I get it, you know, not good with the short game. Uh, everybody, everybody's, kind of, you know, I mean... McElroy, not good with the putter. Justin Thomas, not good enough with the putter. Uh, you know, Hideki Matsama, not good enough with the putter. You know, everybody's is, you know, missing something, but they have some great traits too. When they're top ten, top fifteen in the world, they 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 they've got something that makes them stand out. It's not just it's not just like consistently pretty good. It's like there's something really there, you know. There, there, there's something really there that's that's making them making them stand out. If you're going to predict them to be to to be on a, in an upper echelon of, of of touring professionals, it's just not just you know we see them one week and all these guys they say you know this guy this guy's going to be it and then where 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 are they where where are they after that you know like the the, the what was the guy that that was going to uh, you know, the, he was going to be the, uh, you know, Sahith, uh, the golly, he, he was going, he was going to, going to be at, at, at Phoenix, a, a, a few weeks ago. He, he was, he was going to be at, I mean, he's 141st in putting. So, I mean, it's pretty hard, you know, 54th tee to green. I mean, and that's improved, but I mean, it's kind of hard to be it if, if that's where, where you are. I mean, it's just every week there's somebody and this guy's going to be it, but there's nothing, there's nothing. They don't say anything to back it up. You know, like, like, and I, this guy's the best ball striker on tour. This guy's the best iron player on tour. This guy's the best putter on tour. This guy's the best. This guy's a top five putter, a top, you know, ten chipper. This guy, you know, g- give me something. Don't just give me this, this, this blanket statement all the time like these guys do. And there's nothing ever to back it up. You just don't all of a sudden become great out of nowhere having all kinds of average or below average statistics. It doesn't work like that. If you win and you're average on your statistics, and it it, it happens, and there's it, it happens sometimes. I mean, I, I, I get it. It it happens. But when it happens, it's usually like it's it's little more akin to the fact that they're all really good and Everybody's capable of having, you know, the the performance of their life. It could happen, 
but it, it's it's closer to a blind squirrel finding an acorn than it is to you know uh, you, you just you know you're you're you're, you're underneath an acorn tree and their uh, oak tree and they're all falling on you. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't, you know, like the, just Tim Hoagie won. Where, where did he win it? At Pebble Beach? He's 135th in putting. I, I mean, he's going to be great. You know, what? You're not going to be. No, no, it does. It, no, it doesn't work like that, guys. Stop saying that. It, it, give me something. Give me some statistic. Give me some statistic that backs it up instead of just like pretending like nobody has a computer that's listening. Nobody has a computer that can pull up pjtour.com and let me see, let me see what this guy's all about. Man, this guy, this guy does look, cause they all, they look good. They look good. I watch on TV. I think, Hey, this guy, this kid looks good. Davis Riley, this kid looks good. Let me pull him up. Let me see what he's done. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, you know, he's coming on. He's won a couple times on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour. Well, that's a long way from the PGA Tour. He's won a couple times on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, but let me let, let me let me find something that could give me a little inkling that this guy's going to be great. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Uh, 143rd and three putt avoidance. 123rd around the green, 132nd approach shot to the green, uh, 74th in putting, 94th tee to green, uh, 55th off the tee, 58th in distance, uh, you know, 81st in greens and regulation, uh, 140th in sand save percentage. I mean, what, 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 what are we, what are we pointing to? There's nothing there. He could get better. He could get a lot better. He could get a lot better. But if you're laying bets, like I did uh, on Sam Burns to win that tournament, you're laying bets on him being on the next Ryder Cup team, save your money. It's probably not happening. All right? So that I, it's a lock I'm going to give you right there. I don't know what the odds are on that. Uh, probably not too good. But uh, save, save your money on that one. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Uh, hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, we will talk to you soon on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe and stay healthy. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. 
That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 